everyone, it's Leanne here from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society, also known as AMSS, and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with very informed guests on each show. So thank you for joining us. On today's podcast, we're talking about spring stuff, spring maintenance, spring tips, spring everything with our special guest, Spencer Bevan from Riverside Honda and Skidoo. So welcome to the show, Spence. Thanks for having me. So when we get into spring, well, let's start with Riverside specifically. Like, How long has Riverside Honda been around and what all do you guys do? Sure. Uh, so it was opened in 1967 by uh, Arthur Parrott. Uh, we actually started out only dealing in snowmobiles, and then it wasn't until about 81 that we picked up Honda and started dealing with the bikes just to kind of offset the off-season kind of crunch there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we've uh, got approximately 50 people employed, and uh, we moved into our current location in about 95, and up until then, we were in a little shack down by the river a few blocks. <laughs> oh, out in St. Albert. You guys are out in, in St. In Albert, Albert, right yeah, on St. So. Albert Trail. Easy to find, mind you, which is great. And you guys have been involved with AMSS from the very beginning, and that partnership has been awesome. What does that mean to Riverside? Uh, well, you know, with motorcycles, there's some dangers that are inherent with it that you don't quite see with cars. Uh, so safety is especially important, I think, for motorcycles versus any other mode of transportation. There's not a whole lot between you and anything you're going to hit or that's going to hit you. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, keeping riders informed and kind of fostering good habits uh, will, you know, kind of keep things safe and uh, have more riders out there and in the end have more people buying bikes, which is great for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have more riders on the road. So Absolutely. when it comes to spring, I'm going to bring Bryn, our producer, into this for a quick second here. Okay. There's always, there's always tips that we like to give people, and I do this annually every year. And since we're talking about spring, Bryn, what are some of the things as a driver, because you don't ride a bike, that mm -hmm. you would think are important for you to remember when bike? bikes back on the road little things that always surprise me in the early going and that is one i'm surprised to see bikers out as early as they are you know we've oh we've, yeah we certainly we can talk about that at some point through this podcast but <laughs> the other one for me as a driver is the speed uh, the bikes can get on you in a hurry and i think yeah. that what happens is we've gone through this conditioning as a driver through the winter of not having to worry about bikes, and then all of a sudden they're there. And not only are they there, they're right there. The size of us does make us appear we're going faster than you think because we're smaller. But so, but I'm not going to lie, there are some people who may not ride the speed limit. It happens. I mean, there are stats out that can prove that. But um, for drivers, we just like to remind you know, the drivers out there just to be aware of everything and, and use your mirrors and make sure that lane is clear when you change lanes or before you turn like double, triple check. Cause there's a lot of intersection collisions that can be avoided for sure. And like to give us room and, you know, there's still a lot of distracted driving problems out there. And then on the rider side of things, Bevan, you can, or Spencer, sorry, you can probably help me talk to about this. Like road conditions, right? Like tires for one, when the pavement's cold, like they don't heat up so fast. Your traction's not there, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
And especially if you've got new tires on your bike, um, that is another big thing. Or even on a normal day, if you have fresh tires on a bike that has a decent amount of power, it will take absolutely nothing to spin that thing. So you kind of want to make sure you're braking your tires in proper. And even just aside from that, uh, yeah, you're totally right. Gravel all over the roads. Um, and it can Some be potholes. Yeah. yeah, potholes, you name it. And it can be a little deceptive because uh, people see that their main lane is clear and they're like, oh, okay, a free license to ride. But, yeah. uh, you know, the street sweepers, they only knock that gravel off to the side and like in, in the corners and in inter- intersections when there's a lot of different lanes intersecting, you'll see spots of gravel. So you got to be real careful around corners and intersections for sure. And then we have those puddles that have underlying ice in the spring and the fall for sure, where you could just wipe out because you've hit ice. And then we've Absolutely. got like, making sure you're dressed for the weather conditions. And of course, for us, always obeying the rules of the road, you know, like give, give the driver's room as well, be defensive. And the most important thing, and I think you'll agree with me on this is when we're out riding Spencer, we always need to have an out in every situation. So if that truck drops a load off the back of it, you know, which way you can go when you're safe. Totally. And uh, I always tell people just act like you're invisible and that way, you know, you're mm-hmm. putting yourself in the best possible spot if you just pretend no one can see you. Yeah, and it's fine. Every time I get on my bike, I'm like, oh, today I could die. And it sounds like a morbid thing <laughs> to say, but in all reality, it heightens my awareness to everything around me. So I'm a, I'm a lot more aware of how fragile oh. I am out there. Yeah, being aware of your own mortality is definitely a huge part of that. <laughs> and just within life in general, too. So. <laughs> so, you know, those are some of the great tips that we can give riders and drivers. But really, at the end of the day, your bike, if it's not properly maintained and ready for the road in the spring, like that can be a colossal fail right off the bat. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, maintenance and things like that. For sure. In, in um, the notes that we talked about when we, when like we were going back and forth preparing for this, there's a point that was brought up about the most missed preseason maintenance item. I yeah. have been racking my brain. I have no idea what it is. All right. It's going to be uh, surprisingly <laughs> simple, but no one ever checks their tire pressures or their tire tread wear. I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I do. do. There you go. Yes. There you go. You win. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And yeah. so why is that super important? Um, well, you know, unlike cars, if we blow out a tire, we don't have three other ones that are still holding us up. Yes. Um, so there's no, there's no backup. So you definitely want to make sure your tires are mint and ready to go and can hold pressure and you can lean them over all the way. You can trust them in corners, you know, the whole gamut. Um, Cause they're kind of your last line of defense. Uh, you know, if, uh, if your tires go, nothing else on the bike really matters. If uh, you're crashing. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's true. And there's those handy little things you can go pick up at Canadian tire, just those little air compressors that plug into cigarette lighters in cars. And that's what I ha- found was my bikes lose pressure over winter all the time i picked yep. one up i can get myself going every year yeah no i just checked my bike yesterday and uh and uh without even getting the uh, gauge out i could just squeeze my tire and i was like oh, okay yeah she's a little oh. low but uh <laughs> yeah so what are some other key items that we need to check on our bikes before we get going yeah so um i'll start off with the safety things because you know obviously we're talking about the safety society here so uh <laughs> with uh with that being said basically anything that makes your bike be able to stop go steer and be seen you want working um mm-hmm. so uh like like we said tire pressures and tire condition obviously uh your brake pad wear uh your brake pad or your brake pad fluid 
Uh, your brake pad wear, uh, your brake fluid, uh, and that's level and condition. You know, if it's starting to get discolored, that means it's been absorbing some uh, moisture and that can cause some rust in the brake system. Yeah. Um, so definitely brakes. That's another big one. I would say if you're going to pick two, the tires and brakes, definitely the most ones you want to take a, uh, keep an eye on. Um, you've also got, um, your drivetrain and sprocket condition, um, that, and you know, might, a lot of people kind of overlook this one just because, you know, it's not technically, you know, a safety thing. But mm -hmm. in all reality, it actually is uh, because if your chain lets go and piles up on uh, against your uh, against your case, it can actually damage the motor. Uh, and, mm -hmm. uh, motor case replacements are not cheap, uh, whether no. you're doing them on your shelf or not. Um, and another thing too is that's taking away one of the pieces of control that you have over your machine. If you're because as soon as your chain's gone, your throttle is basically useless, right? So you've got yeah. no engine braking. You can't get out of sticky situations if you've got no you know power going down to the ground. Yeah, uh, so that's a big one. Um, and in speaking of throttles, like, uh, your throttle and clutch cable movements, you want to make sure the adjustment is all good and, uh, that they're moving freely. So they act like you'd expect them to, if you ever get into a sticky situation. Um, and, uh, same thing for the fluid, uh, where a lot of newer bikes will have hydraulic clutches. So same thing like you would with the brakes. Uh, you want to check the fluid on there make sure the level and the condition of it is all good. Um, and then another big one, uh, would be uh, wheel bearing and like steering stem bearing, uh, play. Uh, yeah. so, uh, one thing I like to do on my bikes, uh, when I'm checking them is, uh, for the front wheel, you can just stand in front of the bike and hold the front tire between your uh, legs and then grab the bars and, uh, just kind of turn it slightly while holding it with your legs. And, uh, if you look right at where the steering post goes through the steering head on the frame, you should not be able yeah. to see any lateral movement there. So um, if you do, that's a really not good thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that is hugely not good because, um, you know, that means that those bearings can kind of just go whenever they want. Or, uh, you know, if you hit a good bump, you know, it basically just makes the bike not steer where you want it to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, lights would be uh, one that's pretty big on the top of that list, too. Like making sure yeah. your brake headlights, signal lights and all that are working. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was actually yeah. uh, next on my list there, but yeah, like, like you said, it, uh, yeah. that's one of the main, well, the main thing that uh, lets cars see you on the road. So if those aren't working proper, then uh, that's kind of one strike against you right there before you even on the road. Yeah. So there's going to be some things that we need to come into a dealership for though. Like there's stuff we can't mm -hmm. do on our own. So what, what are like, give me a quick rundown of some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, and a lot, some people aren't even comfortable doing even just this list that we talked about. So we do have like, you know, preseason maintenance packages and uh, all that kind of thing to make sure your bike is all set. If you don't have confidence, you know, in your own knowledge or skill about that kind of thing. Um, a lot of the more complicated jobs like, uh, you know, like valve checks and stuff like that, anything engine internal, um, that's, you know, if you don't have any kind of mechanical knowledge, that's probably something that's best left to a dealership. Mm -hmm. um, like me <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, I had no in all fairness I can actually change my oil which brings um one point like lots of people change their oil in the fall yeah should you do it in like which is better fall or spring yeah so I do mine in the fall uh just because after riding all year you know you put however many thousands of kilometers on um, there are going to be trace amounts of like spent exhaust gaskets, uh, sediment, gases. yeah, yeah, sediment, yeah. Uh, you know, fuel, coolant, because even brand new motors, you will still like if you uh, send your oil sample off to a lab from a brand new motor, there will still be trace amounts of that. Um, so that can actually cause some acidity in the oil, uh, which obviously is not good for metal parts. Um, so I like to store mine with some fresh oil in it. Um, 
And uh, the, the reason some people would do it at the end of the season um, is this is more for like human environments. Um, but in Alberta, obviously, we're pretty bone dry up here. Um, yeah. And uh, the um, yeah, so it, being stored with uh, old oil in it all winter uh, can lead to some condensation buildup in more humid environments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're going to do one or the other, I, in Alberta, I would definitely say preseason. Um, you know, if you can afford it, do both. Cause that'd be great, but, uh, <laughs> <not totally> necessary. <laughs> so basically it's just a whole bunch of routine maintenance that you want to have to get you set up really good for like this season. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I know that we have like so many different things that we can talk about and we're going to be talking a few times over the course of our podcast series for sure. Cause you know, you guys are going to be our go-to for mechanics stuff. We're out of time a little bit for today, but we're going to get back into more stuff with Riverside somewhere down the road, a bunch of different topics. So if there's like something maintenance related that any of you listening want to hear about that you have specific questions about, let us know and we will get our experts back in. So I want to thank Spencer from Riverside for you, for your time. I know you're got to get back into your real job now (laughs) and and get away from that to make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones. Make sure you subscribe. If there's a topic again that you would like us to cover or a guest that you think would be great on our show, let us know. How, you ask? Well, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where, or get onto our website at ab-amss.org and reach out to us there and we'll have everything for you. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike, and we'll see you on the road. <laughs>